what on earth is a squiggly career? I hear you ask. Not every career path is straightforward. I consider myself very lucky in that I love what I do. But my own career path was far from direct. After a brief stint in a local laundry, I attempted the rates office. After you needed some marketing and design work, got into film production, media training, event management, even dabbled in the music industry. 14-year-old me couldn't have dreamed I'd be here now, a full-time radio presenter and producer, while I was back in that laundromat bleaching muddy undies. Sorry, Mum. You can take any number of different roads, with twists and turns along the way. Squiggly, see? When Howard Kane and I attended the Employment and Skills Fair at the Villa Marina at the end of last year, that's exactly what we discovered. So if you're looking for some inspiration as you start out on your own career path, this wonderful mix of inspiring people might just be here to help. Hi, I'm Jo Wood and I'm a Director of Paragon Recruitment. So Jo, how long have you been a Director of the company, first of all? So I've been 14 years, so that's um, been quite a long 14 years. <laughs> but yeah, since 2007 we bought the business, Debbie Scrimshaw and myself. So. And that in itself is interesting because actually you started out working at the business. Yes, so I've had quite an interesting career, um, so I, I never went down the conventional route of going to university, so started, left school, I think my parents were delighted because um, they were working class, so <laughs> it was a case of go and make some money. Uh, so I started off in a travel agency and I got traveling, um, travel qualifications up in the Isle of Man College, and then I decided to go and travel around the world. And then when I came back, I started um, working with the Isle of Man newspapers and started a really healthy career there in sales and marketing, so, which was quite exciting. So you went from travelling, sales and marketing, and obviously now you are directing a recruitment company. So how did you end up making that jump? So I kind of got to the stage with sales and marketing that I kind of had ex- sort of done everything I could do. And I was just looking for a new career move, so I went to speak to a recruitment agency And I ended up actually working for that said recruitment company, Paragon Recruitment. And um, yeah, it was really exciting. I loved it because I had all the people skills. I had sales and marketing and I was networked. So all them kind of things uh, kind of made it that 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 was where I needed to go is, is in recruitment. And I loved it. So rewarding seeing people in unhappy positions or when they're starting out in their career and actually just seeing that smile on the face when you kind of get that placement, get the right job. And that in itself is fascinating to me, the fact that you went to speak to a recruitment company just to see what was out there and they hired you, which again is a perfect example of, you just never know what's around the corner. No, absolutely not. I think in life there's always opportunities um, and sometimes when you feel, because I was at a very at a point where I just was uninspired in what I was probably doing, I'd just been done it for quite a long time and was looking for that change and yeah, I was very, very lucky that, to get involved in recruitment because I absolutely love it um, and now I just think, but it's a really strange way of how I got to recruitment mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's, yeah, never you're never too old for a change as well So that's so true, we are learning that today <laughs> John Farger and I work for Isle of Man Harbours and I'm the diving superintendent. I run the diving team, so there's a small team of six and we do all the diving around the island uh, on the navigation marks and the piers, uh, sewer pipes and if the steam packet requires us to dive on their boats, we dive on their boats and yeah, that's what we do. Sounds exciting. 
Yeah, it is. It is quite well. It can be in the summer. It is the best job in the world because we're out in boats and there's dolphins around and seals and all the different marine life that that's around the island. We get to see it, and and it's exciting being under the water. But in the middle of winter, it's um, less so. But we do have all the right PPE, so yeah. Okay, so how do you end up doing something like this? Was it straightforward? Uh, no, definitely not. Uh, my, uh, when I left school, I was really fortunate that I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a mechanic. And I, I was told that an apprenticeship was a really good thing to do, and I would always have that skill uh, behind me. And as it's turned out, uh, being a mechanic has led me into the... I started off as an agricultural mechanic, then a heavy goods mechanic, and then I moved to Aberdeen and started working in the oil industry. And I subsequently had 15 years working all, literally all over the world, Middle East, Far East, uh, all over Europe, everywhere. You name it, I've been there and earned a lot of money uh, in the oil industry just from being a mechanic. Um, so be, just being a simple mechanic can lead to really great things. That's amazing. So, okay, so, so why then come back here? Uh, well, I, or, I'd always had an interest in diving, and I did dabble in the diving industry, sort of mid-career, um, but it was in decline in the, in the North Sea. I worked in the North Sea for a couple of years, but it was in decline, so I kind of put that on the back burner and carried on with my career offshore. Uh, but, but I was living off the island, and I always wanted to return to the island because the Isle of Man is the best place in the world. And I, and I am qualified to say that because I've been to everywhere else in the world. I wanted to move back here and the job came up for Isle of Man Harbours in the dive team. I applied, got the job and I've worked my way up to now I run the dive team. So what are you saying to some of the young people that are coming round to encourage them to think of a career in this area? Don't get bogged down thinking that the first job that you that you take is, is going to be you for the rest of your life. If you're really lucky, the first job that you take will be something that you really, really love and you'll stay in it for the rest of your life. But for most people, uh, their first job is not the one that they end up in 10, 20, 30 years down the line. Uh, but the most important thing when you leave school, whenever you leave school, is to get a job. Get any job. Any job, is, is any work experience is really looked at favourably by any future employer. Lee Johnson, and where do you work now? Barclays. And was that a straight linear career path for you into banking? Uh, definitely not, not in the first place, no. Um, when I left school, I wanted to be a footballer. That obviously didn't pan out. Um, so I became an electrician by trade, got qualified. And then probably a few years into that, quite fancy trying something different. So yeah, 23 years down the line, here I am at Barclays still. And so how did you make the jump from, like you say, qualified electrician into banking, quite separate jobs? Um, it was quite hard um, at first. So basically the, the best way I did it was through um, recruitment agencies, get a bit of temp and experience first. Um, then after that, I was fortunate enough to be offered a full-time role within the business. So yeah, that's, that sort of helped move the transition piece. And happy in banking now, or can you see yourself thinking, getting itchy feet and heading in another direction? Oh, I think I'm getting a bit too old in the tooth now, but uh, no, absolutely love it where I work. There's, just, there's so much opportunities to go through, through the, the business and not just in the Isle of Man, sort of worldwide as well. Still want to be a footballer? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thanks for talking. Cheers. My name is Joy, I work for Junior Achievements. 
Um, I left school and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So my mum and her wisdom said at that point, right, I want you to go to college and do a year's secretarial course. There was no way that I wanted to work in an office environment, but hey, she knew best, so that's what I did. So I did a year's secretarial. Uh, then I left college. And then I wanted to go and see the wide world, so I started um, to look for jobs abroad, and I ended up working in Denmark, in Copenhagen. Yeah, that was really pretty cool, but the thing is, I was very, very homesick, and I missed my friends, so I ended up, I, la I lasted a month, and I was home. <laughs> Big parties, farewell parties and everything, so, but yeah, I came home. So after that, I, was, I needed to look for a job. So I went for a job in a travel agent, but as an accounts person, and I hate accounts, but it seemed the right thing to do, looking for a job. But I ended up working on the counter, so I was a travel agent for a number of years, which I absolutely adored. After that, I then went to work at Hamvin Recruitment. So in that job, I was helping young people develop their skills, helping them with their CVs, um, and basically finding them work, which was fantastic. And then I got itchy feet and I thought, well, what else can I do? So then I went to Junior Achievements and I've been there for a number of years. So I've had three amazing careers. But what links them all together is um, I'm a youth worker. So I've been a youth worker since I was my early 20s. Um, so they all link together, working with young people, working with people in general so that's what i really like and I, I love my job i've got the best job in the world oh that's so good to hear and it all started out from your mum saying let's do secretarial course and do you still use some of those skills now absolutely touch typing fantastic um computer skills i mean okay the computers aren't the same as what they are now but i've always been quite technical anyway and it originates from them and also from travel because we had computers when we were in travel, so online bookings, but obviously things have changed a great deal. But I think the main skills, if you've got good communication skills, if you like to work with people, but obviously different roles suit different people and different personalities, but they all link together. And the one thing that I can do is talk, as you can probably gather. <laughs> and it's lovely to hear it. And you now travel interests me as well, because it's something I did too. From the Isle of Man, it's quite a big thing to set out and visit different parts of the world. It's, we have to be a bit braver on that front, I think. But what would you say that you learned and picked up on and what did you acquire when you were travelling that have helped you through life? Oh, just seeing different cultures. It's so important to travel. It's so important to leave the island, maybe and work a while, but always come back. We always come back. But yeah, experience different ways of life, different cultures, and it does help us grow. It helps us grow in ourselves. And it helps us appreciate too what we've actually got. Excellent. Well, what advice then? You're surrounded by young people, and obviously you're going to be speaking to a lot of them today. What advice would you have for some of these young people? Okay. Maybe keep your options open. Explore different things. If you're going to get a job, maybe look at a, a starting point. It might not be what you want to do. Eventually, look at me. I've had three different career changes, which has been absolutely fantastic for me. Um, but be realistic. Get a starting point, and once you're in a company, then you can see what different roles there are for you, and uh, go from there. And just be open and honest to an employer if you need help. Just always be honest and ask for help. They're always there to help you. Hello, my name is Matthew Afton. And 
Well, first off, tell you or tell us where you're working now. I can see you've got government technology services on, so I'm assuming you work for GTS. Yes, um, I'm a GTS desktop engineer. Um, my job is to basically keep the government going, um, keep everything working, um, help users with problems that they might have, systems, computers, desktops, even printers, unfortunately. Um, it's, it's very busy, but it's definitely very rewarding as well. When I left school, I originally wanted to be a pilot. Unfortunately, um, it's quite expensive to do the training. I, um, I spent some time doing engineering at college. I worked at Skanko for a bit. I've worked in a chippy, and I've even done a bit of admin work. I fell into IT, mostly because I was just looking for work, and I've, I haven't looked back since. Do you enjoy it? I love it. Every day is different. Um, I enjoy problem solving. I enjoy getting around, meeting new people. Um, I, I love it. And do you think the other jobs you've had, like you say, doing the training, working in the chippy, even meeting people, have they given you good skills along the way? Yes, definitely. In the chippy, you know, it, it might just be serving food, but you're speaking to people. It's fast-paced. Um, you, you know, a lot can actually go wrong. Even in admin roles, again, using computers, speaking to people, engineering, the problem-solving sort of side of it, understanding how things work and how things go together. Everything, you know, adds up eventually to what I do now. And do you think you'll stay with IT? Um, I think so, yes. Obviously, I've, I've had a lot of different um, experiences and I'm, I'm, I am quite fluid. Life is short. I, I just go with the flow, really. But for the moment, I love what I do, so I'm, I'm happy. You're listening to Christy Dehaven and my colleague Howard Kane being inspired by a host of different people on Ireland who have squiggly careers. I'm Kevin Scott. I'm the Coast Guard Rescue Teams Manager. But Kevin, I'm sure it probably didn't start there, did it? Take us back then, school. What, what were you interested in in school? OK, so school, um, A-levels, I did uh, geology, chemistry and biology. Um, unfortunately, wasn't that bothered about A-levels. I ended up with only one of those um, and I was working on the farm um, and working at other farms at the time. Um, then went up to Orkney and worked at a, um, on North Ronaldsay, smallest Orkney Island up there, on a croft for a year. Came home to get a proper job, started at Manx Airlines and in the ops room, um, started off as an ops assistant and then worked up until I was duty manager um, for the operation. Uh, we had um, 96 aircraft operating just under 600 flights a day all over Europe. They then, Manx Airlines sadly disappeared. Um, I took a job at the emergency services joint control room um, as a supervisor. I did 11 years there, but during that time I'd become a volunteer coast guard. Here I am now as full-time Coast Guard, been in this job seven years. So that is a perfect example, really, of how you might start out one in one position and then you end up somewhere entirely differently. But there are certainly transferable skills in everything you've done, really, aren't there? Absolutely. Um, sort of practical skills through the farming, um, problem-solving, and then ops room, again, it's sort of problem-solving, teamwork, um, and, yeah, sort of you know, not stopping until you've got that job done. I should ask you then, is this the last one or...? <laughs> I hope so, yes, I hope so. <laughs> so it, there's lot, obviously there's loads of young people wandering around today and they might be coming in with a preconceived idea about how you jump into a career and that's it. What sort of advice would you give to them? Oh, um, I would say probably totally wrong if you spoke to the careers officer, but go and do something you really enjoy might not necessarily be you know the good wage or you know sort of um, what you see yourself doing in future but look get some life experience have fun and then there's plenty of time to get the proper job 
like that man well said and what about if someone is interested in doing what you do now okay yeah so um, as Coast Guard on the Isle of Man unfortunately most of it is voluntary there is only um, myself and a, one other colleague who are full time but um, once you're 18 if you're interested in volunteering giving some back to your local community and you fancy the idea of dangling on ropes on cliffs or jumping in harbours in, in sort of flotation stuff come and give us a shout so I started out wanting to be a teacher at school. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a chemistry teacher because chemistry was the subject that interested me. And uh, my dad was a teacher, so I suppose I just wanted to carry on. And I'd lived in school as my life, I suppose. So uh, that's what I wanted to do. And I went away to university to do a chemistry degree. And I went to London and I hated it because it's a big place and I was very lonely. It's the place you hated rather than the degree? How, yeah, no, I liked the degree. Yeah. I did. I hated the place and I was very unhappy and I dropped out. So there's my failure and it was a massive deal at the time and, I, and I, you know, the world had ended because I dropped out of university. And so I came back to the Isle of Man where I wanted to be because... I was happy in the Isle of Man. So I went looking for a job in science, which there weren't many of, and I got a job at the lab and landed fairly and squarely on my feet because I've been here for 33 years now and it's been a great job and still is a great job. Uh, it's interesting and every day there's something new to find. And so, yes, it was, it was actually a good thing for me. So maybe it was meant to be. So that's a cracking story in as much as you say you thought, in your own words, you thought the world had ended when it did. didn't work out that way and now here you are with a, a job, fantastic job, which you love. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, uh, and you don't always get into what you end up doing the way that you thought you did and there are different routes in to all jobs probably. It's just not, not one. One's easier, admittedly, and quicker, uh, but if you don't get that, there's other ways. My name's Cathy Lane, I'm the Managing Director of MHG Insurance on the Isle of Man. We specialise in um, crew insurance, so marine crew who work on board cruise ships, super yachts, that kind of thing, and associated sort of, you know, shipyards, that kind of thing. We provide medical insurance to them. And what sort of skills do you need to do the job you do? Wow, a, a bit of everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those that, yeah, you, you have to do a bit of everything, whether it's, um, you know, dealing with new people, um, building relationships, um, a bit of accounting, a bit of marketing, just a bit of everything. Basically. So I'm intrigued then, what got you to this point? Because I've been told it wasn't exactly a straight line. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> I actually went to art college. So after doing my A-levels at Castle Russian, I did an art foundation course on the island. Um, I went away to art college and I specialised, I actually did theatre design, so I specialised in costume and props for theatre and film. Um, I did that for a little while, um, but it's pretty much all freelance, so I, I, I like a regular income. So I decided I'd better get a proper job. And I ended up working in the footwear industry, so I started off in a, a shoe factory in London, um, just on, on the sewing machines, and then they found out I'd been to art college, so I got moved into the design room. I ended up the ladies' footwear range designer, um, for a supplier who only supplied Marks and Spencers. So I might have worn your shoes. You may well have done. I've walked in your shoes potentially. You could well have done, absolutely. Um, and then from there, um, 
I ended up working uh, for a, like a children's footwear maker. Um, I was production manager there. And then decided to relocate back to the islands. So briefly went to Ronsway Shoe Company when it was still there. But the whole footwear industry was moving out to China. So I figured I'd better retrain before I got too old. So a friend of mine had his own financial advisor firm. So I went there and learned how to be a financial advisor. And then from there, I ended up being headhunted to go to MHG. And I was brought in to build up the office on the island. So that's how I ended up doing what I'm doing. How inspiring is that when you think that, you know, you've had such a varied career and how brave you were to take an entirely different route when you decided you need to do something different? I mean, what, what sort of what would you say to some of the young people around here now to try and give them that little bit of encouragement that they might need? Being adaptable. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising. No matter what plans you have in place for yourself, sometimes life just gets in the way. And... I like the on the poster here one of the one of the things is resilience and that's absolutely crucial I'd say so when life throws you a curveball learning to to cope with that and adapt and maybe change you know your your pathway that you were so determined on um if you can if you can be adaptable in that way you'll go far in life you really will my name is Nicole Cervantes at the moment, I work for the Charity Junior Achievement. So it's a charity that we visit every single school and every single high school on the Isle of Man and prepare the students for the work of work. So we learn, teach about different skills, about how to get a job. And I'm a little behind that. So I'm like behind all the social media and the marketing of the charity. So your daily kind of work, what does it actually involve? What sort of skills do you use? Uh, so I work the majority of the time in, in the office and it requires a lot of creativity and research skills because what I try to do is to show uh, to the public what we do and try to engage them with our charity because we need from volunteers, we need people to get involved, donate as well to our charity and we just want to showcase what our students are doing and how amazing ideas they come with, how amazing uh, improve they do to their careers. So I, my work is basically show them how amazing they are and get them involved with us with Junior Achievement. So did you think you'd be doing this when you were little? I mean, what did you want to do when you were little? Not really. When, when I was little, I always joked that I was going to be a singer. Uh, however, if you hear me in a karaoke, you will be 100% sure it's definitely not a singer. Like, music is not one of my skills. Uh, after that, I thought about journalists, and I am actually going to university studying psychology. Once I was in psychology, I thought there should be something else other than the like mental health or the, what we usually think in a psychology, like the clinical kind of area. I thought there should be a different area that we can put psychology skills uh, to use. And that's why I started like, mixing psychology with business and then with marketing. And then that's how I am like, working in junior achievement. So then if there's someone, obviously we're surrounded by young people here who are just starting out and maybe thinking about their careers, what kind of advice would you give them? 
Um, I would say be open to all the opportunities. And if there is no an opportunity that of something that they like, create their own opportunities. As well that it's fine not to know what you want to do right now, because it will change like with the pass of the time, it's going to change all the time. Grateful thanks to all those who've shared their squiggly career stories with us. Let's leave the last word of advice to someone who you might well meet on your own career journey. So I'm Mia Benjamin. I am at Paragon Recruitment as a recruitment consultant. So obviously there's loads of students that are coming up to you today and they're looking at their future and what it might look like for them. What kind of advice would you have for them? It doesn't matter if you don't know what you want to do. You're going to have probably multiple careers over your lifetime. So just do what you enjoy doing and you will kind of, the path will find you, I guess. Thanks, Mia. I couldn't have put it better myself.